From the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. And in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, in a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou discomfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion. For great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. World without end. Amen. Psalm 10 on page 353. Why standest thou so far off, O Lord, and hidest thy face in the needful time of trouble? The ungodly, for his own lust, doth persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the crafty wiliness that they have imagined. For the ungodly hath made boast of his own heart's desire, and speaketh good of the covetous whom the Lord abhorreth. The ungodly is so proud, he careth not for God, neither is God in all his thoughts. His ways are always grievous, thy judgments are far above out of his sight, and therefore defieth he all his enemies. For he hath said in his heart, Tush, I shall never be cast down, there shall no harm happen unto me. His mouth is full of cursing, deceit, and fraud. Under his tongue is ungodliness and vanity. He sitteth lurking in the thievish corners of the streets, and privily in his lurking dens doth he murder the innocent. His eyes are set against the poor. For he lieth waiting secretly, even as a lion lurketh he in his den, that he may ravish the poor. He doth ravish the poor, when he getteth him into his net. He falleth down and humbleth himself, that the congregation of the poor may fall in the hands of his captains. He hath said in his heart, Hush, God hath forgotten. He hideth away his face, and he will never see it. Arise, O Lord God, and lift up thine hand. Forget not the poor. Wherefore should the wicked blaspheme God, while he doth say in his heart, Hush, Thou, God, carest not for it. Surely thou hast seen it, for thou beholdest ungodliness and wrong, that thou mayest take the matter into thy hand. The poor committeth himself unto thee, 
for thou art the helper of the friendless. Break thou the power of the ungodly and malicious. Search out his ungodliness until thou find none. The Lord is king forever and ever, and the heathen are perished out of the land. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the poor. Thou preparest their heart, and thine ear hearkeneth. To help the fatherless and poor unto their right, that the man of the earth no more exalted against them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 27th verse of the third chapter of the book of Proverbs. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due, when it is in the power of your hand to do so. Do not say to your neighbor, Go and come back, and tomorrow I will give it, when you have it with you. Do not devise evil against your neighbor, for he dwells by you for safety's sake. Do not strive with a man without cause, if he has done you no harm. Do not envy the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. For the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee and we worship thy name ever world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the fourteenth verse of the third chapter 
of the Epistle to the Ephesians. For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, <clears throat> according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with the might through his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Here endeth the second lesson. O be joy for the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into its gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to receive the prayers of thy people who call upon thee, and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who by the leading of a star didst manifest thy only begotten Son to the Gentiles, mercifully grant that we, who know thee now by faith, may after this life have the fruition of thy glorious Godhead. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Uh, it should be noted that today is the uh, what we call the octave day of the Epiphany. Last Friday was the Epiphany, and we observed the feast for that day and seven days following. So today kind of concludes the Epiphany octave. And practically speaking, that means our 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 manger scenes to which the why the um, the Magi came with their gifts uh, last week would 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 stay up through today and then uh, alas go away and we enter in the more general epiphany season. Our lesson from Proverbs kind of has a combination of some good practical advice and then some things that are sort of general statements that uh, probably need some nuance in the sense that the 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 idea of do not withhold good from those to, to whom it is due when it's in your power to do it. Good practical advice. It's kind of a, uh, you know, a, a uh, exhortation against sloth. You know, we know we could do something. I don't feel like it. And so if we have the ability to do good, do it while it's before us. Uh, and, you know, about, uh, you know, not devising evil in, in our hearts against our neighbor. Um, Proverbs has a lot of these things, you know, that are sort of sound advice like that. But it also gets into sort of general blessings that sound a little bit more like platitudes in the sense of, you know, the curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. We talked about this yesterday. I don't say that that's not true, but it's not true in a simplistic temporal way. Sometimes the home of the just doesn't receive an, ex an immediate blessing. Uh, we, we again recall the other wisdom literature like Job uh, and and the fact that that sometimes sometimes the the righteous suffer and this in in a sense is is the mystery of the New Testament where Jesus comes as the Messiah of Israel the Blessed One the one upon whom God's Spirit rests well why if he's the one upon whom God's Spirit rests does he end up getting crucified which is the mystery that in, in Luke's gospel, for example, um, when he appears to the disciples after the resurrection, the thing he, he gave them to understand, he opened their minds to understand that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and then to enter into his glory. So um, the, the idea that the blessing of God is upon the just is right if our horizon of understanding is long enough that we just understand the blessings come through Christ, who in his life and death and resurrection ascension has solved the problem of sin and brought back to us the blessings. And now our lives in him receive that blessing, but they receive it through a joint participation, both in his trials and struggles, 
and also in the gift of eternal life that transcends those trials and struggles. So we already experience the presence of Christ in union with God in the midst of all that we go through. And this is what um, St. Paul is kind of getting at. We remember, you know, that I think the, the words in today's second lesson are, you know, among the most beautiful in the New Testament, you know, the, to, to the height and depth and breadth and, and to comprehend the love of God, which passes knowledge. It's helpful to remember that when St. Paul wrote Ephesians, he was in jail. And that's why just before our lesson today, his verse in, in 13 was, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. So this 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 man who's extolling um, the grandeur of God and God's love is sitting in jail and suffering. And and he's he so he's learned to see life. And this is what we talked about yesterday about the wisdom of God is to see the larger horizon of life. The the wisdom of Proverbs feels a little bit like platitudes if it's just seen in a temporal frame and it doesn't always work at that simplistically. But if we see it in the eternal frame of of the blessings that come to us in Christ, the the things that we have that we we have in spite of that we hold on to it, the sufferings of this world cannot take from us. Um, then we have the wisdom to understand how these blessings come to us. And we note here that a lot of what St. Paul is emphasizing um, that that the blessings we, we have are interior blessings that come from our experience of union with God, that, that he would grant you according to the rich of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith, be rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend. And that is to see, that's kind of that epiphany sense of when we see what God is really doing in the world, his new creation that is accomplished through struggle and suffering, we realize the grandeur of God. And I, I love the uh, promise at the end, to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Sometimes we don't even know what to ask for because God's doing things we don't really understand. And, and so the more we get that, we understand we're, we're, we're in relationship with a God who has great power to do all things. He's making all things new in the world and in us. And we don't always grasp how that is so. That's the mystery of the cross. But we embrace it and we enter into that and we experience both the taste of the glory and but also we are experiencing in the middle of the, of the current suffering. And that's kind of what it may be, you know, the, the lesson for Epiphany then is to, is to see more clearly what God is doing in our lives. And as we see that, we can embrace that, that, that the trial and suffering of life with a kind of joy, knowing what is accomplishing in us. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. 
Comfort and relieve them according to their separate necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Everybody.